Hey, welcome back to Grow. I'm your host, Coach Anthony Thompson, and something something got into me today because I'm wearing white. I don't know what happened. Something did. Uh, maybe it's the ego. I don't know. Maybe it was done with being dark and and I needed a different color. I don't know. But part two, ego, and we're going to get right into it. Thank you for being here. Thank you for taking your time to to listen, to want to grow. That's what this podcast is all about. You want to grow. And as I uh, mentioned before, it's, you know, growth is about spirit, soul, mind, and body. I firmly believe that your spirit is the launching pad to everything else that you have going on. And I challenge that because most of the things that we want are external. We want the external, the things that we can, you know, touch, see, feel, taste, smell. That Those things are what we're always trying to go for. However, I know and believe there's a higher way. Scriptures talk about that. I'm going to talk a little bit about why I believe there is a higher way. I believe that, you know, from what I've studied, where I've been around the world with different mystics and all the different types of religions and philosophies, I'm still hinged and centered on the scriptures. And I'm going to show you what that lane looks like, how the ego fits into it, and why it matters for you, why your life is going to be transformed and something's going to be different, simply by identifying the ego. All right, identifying the ego. The first uh, part we just mentioned, if you missed that, check out part one. It's uh, I am what I do. Ego says I am what I do. And many of you will feel that. They'll feel those thoughts. When you get into those rooms where you don't know people or you're new or you, you get worked up, you get anxious, you get social anxiety. And what is that? Anxiety is the opposite of peace. What is God? God is love. What is love? Love is peace. Follow the trail and you'll see what's not in your life. There's no God. There's no connection. There's, there's, there's nothing happening into the source and into your spirit. And so what do you get? You get worry. You get anxiety. You get anxiousness, right? You get, you get feelings of shame or I'm not good enough. I, I don't know if I can cut it. I, I don't know anybody. What if I look dumb? All right, that's a lot about I am what I do. You can listen to that one. Today's about I am what I have. My hand's up. Been there, been in those situations and stories where I am what I have consumes me. And what do I mean by that is if you, you might be honest and be, be upfront with yourself and say, yeah, that, that actually does, that, that's a thing I have. I'm going to put my hand up with you, Anthony. Yes, I have an ego thing about what I have, what I want. Maybe things that you think are going to make your life better, make your life more peaceful. When I, when I get this, when I have this, when, when I get this vacation, I have this car, I have, you know, we have these things, then, then I'll be good. Then I'll be where I'm at. But you see how there's contingencies, you know, if and when I get this, then this is what I'll, I'll have. You know, freedom is just, have, just having the freedom now, having the peace now. You know, being being content. Scriptures talk to us. Uh, Apostle Paul, Saint Paul, says says to us that he's content when he had a lot, and he's content when he had nothing. So, what did he choose? He he chose to be content in what whatever he had. No attachments. Lots of attachments. The key here is he was content. He chose to be content. It's not about what he had or what he wants to have. And I wrote a few, uh, I wrote a few notes down that you don't want you to consider and think about. When you're living in the ego, 
you're again you're living in the flesh you're not living in the spirit you know if you're concerned about what you have you're living in the ego you know what happens social media is such a is such a feast for this about what you have why because you're getting bombarded with consumerism bombarded with oh look at this new thing and look at what so and so has and look look what they went on vacation and you know, even there's been times, even even for my own self, where I've looked at it and said, I'll verbally say, "Oh, that's so great, awesome for them, so so happy for them." But in my heart, I would say, "Why isn't this happening for me?" And that's not that's not a true connection. That's saying something with your with your mouth, but not truly believing it in your heart. And I believe that you can believe it in your heart. And I believe that when you get that ego removed, you'll start to see who you really are, what you really have, that it doesn't really matter, those things that you have. I'll tell you right now, there, has been, there was a season where we uh, had to put our stuff in storage. I don't know if you've ever been there, done that, moving, put stuff in storage. Months go by, not even thinking about it. Really has no, I'm, I'm not interested at all. Is it there? Yeah. You start to think about it and you're like, did I really need that? Did I, did I really have to have that? Are those attachments really necessary? Right? Philippians 4, and if you're concerned about this and what you have, maybe you're in a situation where you, you, you're losing your job. You don't have these things that you feel like you need or you want. Just remind yourself, living in America, you're already in you know, top 3% of the world. Don't compare yourself about what else is going on. You're already, you're already fortunate. You're already blessed just to live in the USA. And if you're not there, you're in another country, well, you can reflect on that. What does that country look like? What is it that you do have? Philippians 4, I'll break it down uh, in 6 and 7, which I always love. It's a very, very, very dear scripture for me. It says, don't be anxious or worried about anything. But in every circumstance, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, continue to make your specific requests known to God. And the peace of God, that peace which reassures the heart, transcends all understanding. That peace which stands guard over your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. So if I ask you this, what, how do you know if you know, this is an ego area for you? How do you know if you're being controlled, you know, your ego flares about, about, about what you have, right? How do you, how do you get awareness in that? First is you have to stop and settle your mind. You have to figure out what's in your mind. You know, uh, with clients or people I'll talk with, I'll say we have, you have to audit your mind. That means you have, to, you have to check the transactions. And what's in your mind are really, really determined what is in your mind. What is it that you are thinking about? Because what you think you're thinking about and what you actually are thinking about, those are two different stories. And in order to get the right story, you've got to do the work. So I'd say, well, how, how do you know what's consuming your mind? Well, you can maybe you're already aware and, and you get it. You're like, yeah, I sense that. I, I feel that pull. I feel that my ego is, is grabbing me in that area. Great. Okay, there you go. You've, you're, starting to, you're starting to get some traction in there. You know, calm it down. Is it necessary? Do you need it? Do you want it? What can you do? Where is, what is the spirit leading you to? Right? Why don't you have peace in that area? You know, another another uh, thought to consider is why you're concerned 
about what you have. What is the concern there? Luke 12 in the scriptures, it says that for your treasure is, there's your heart also. Okay, so why are you concerned with what you have? Well, because, you know, I've got, got to pay my rent and got to take care of my family and, you know, need to, need to get some new things. Okay, so, so why is that a concern for you? Well, because if I don't get it, this may happen. Why is that a concern for you? Well, a lot of times, if you take this trail down, you keep asking, why is that a concern for you? Why is that a concern for you? Why is that a concern for you? And many times, it's getting back into the ego, because the ego says, I am what I have. The ego says, when I have the Mercedes, when I have the four-bedroom house, when I have the you know, mortgage, when I have, the, when I have this, then, then you're good. Right? But if you look into the Torah and you read the scriptures, Genesis 1 said, God created the heavens and the earth. Then 30 verses down, what does he say? He says it was good. Created you and you're good. Just as you are. You're good. You got it. Why is that so hard to believe? Well, because we get, we get disassociated. The ego takes us apart from the spirit. There's, those two are fighting. Spirit and flesh, ego. Flesh, ego, spirit. Spirit says, I'm willing. Flesh says, I'm weak. Right? Flesh just says, feed me, feed me, feed me, feed me, feed me. Tell me more. Tell me how great I am. Tell me what I, t show me what I have. Right? Show me what's in my bank account. Show me about my car. Right? And then, and then you start building a life of ego. Continually feeding, feeding. Feeding, and then that's the vision that you create. And so your mission then is trying to daily feed your ego, which will never be enough. If you read through Proverbs, great verse, it talks about the desires and the wants that they are never enough. You will always and continually be wanting to have more and more and more and more. Okay, where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. So, where is your treasure? Well, where's your heart, right? Like, where's your heart? If your heart's in the things and the possessions, it's very easy. That's where, your, your, that's where your treasure and your heart are connected. It's easy to decide. It's easy. And then what happens is your mind is also running all day. How do I pay for this? How do I get this? How do I get this promotion? How do we make this much money? How do we do, how do, we do all these things and, and more and more and more and more? That doesn't seem like peace to me that doesn't seem like god to me that seems like more 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 i need more 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 but examine yourself right examine those thoughts download those thoughts and here's here's a quick um here's a quick story that i really like about your thoughts all right quick story about your thoughts what are you thinking and why what what is happening you know knowing romans it, it Scriptures talk to us about renovating your mind, that you'd be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Another translation, translation says renovation of your mind, having this transformation in your mind, right? And how do you do that, right? How does your mind get to that place where it's, 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 it's no longer caught on this consumerism, but we're doing something new and different? Well, one of the things you got to understand is with your mind is 
that if imagine you're given a million dollars and let's say you have a house, it's brand new, it's totally empty, right? You're given a million dollars, you get to go to the stores you want to go to and you get to pick out all the stuff that you want to fill your house, right? You can go to the stores, you can go to Restoration Hardware, you can go online. But let's just say for the Sega, let's say you're going into the store and you're going to these other, you know, these pretty cool stores. Well, you go into the store and you see a rug. And the rug is actually disgusting. It's, especially for your house and you look at it, you're like, this is, this is terrible. It's ugly, it looks raggedy, it's disgusting. But you end up buying it for $20,000. You buy this rug, you put it in your house for 20 grand. Then you go to the next store. You're looking for a lounge or a sofa, and you find this disgusting sofa. Doesn't match, doesn't look good, old, terrible style. You look at it, you're like, you literally say out loud, this is a terrible, and you buy it for $25,000, and you put it in your house. You do this to all these stores and each store you're going to, you're buying, you're literally buying the stuff that you're telling yourself, I don't like this, but then you're spending this much and this much and all of a sudden it's adding up. It's adding up. It's filling your house. All, all this stuff is filling your house. You're buying paintings that are terrible. I want you to get this picture. I want you to paint it for yourself. You're doing this. You're putting this stuff up. You're putting disgusting stuff on the floors and the couch and the in this beautiful house. I want you to remind yourself that that's, that's what many people, maybe yourself, is doing today with your mind. You've been giving, you've been given energy and time and the ability to think. You've been given the ability to renovate and create the mind of your dreams. Anything. Beautiful place. You can renovate it to however you like. But so many people are continuing to buy rubbish and junk and they fill their minds with it. And then they wonder why they don't like their house. Think about that. Think how crazy and how foolish and how irrational that is. Totally. But people do it and they continue to do it every single day. So... Think about now, why are you thinking those thoughts about what you have? Why are you feeding the ego? It's like going out and literally feed, you're literally feeding this thing that you're telling yourself, I don't want to feed this thing, but you end up feeding it. So how do you change it? Well, you got to connect it to the spirit. What does that look like? What do you think it looks like? What does it look like for you? I can't say what it looks like for you. I can tell you what it looks like for me in my, my schedule, my time. Do you have a time allotted for the spirit? Do you have a time allotted for meditating? Right? If it's not there, then where's the proof that you're doing it? Oh, well, I do it, you know, whenever I can. Well, maybe that works. Maybe you have timers. Maybe you do other things. But what, what are you going to do to connect to the spirit what are you going to do to renovate your mind? What are you going to do to take that action and do those things? You have to be the driver of the boat. 
not just watching anymore, not just letting let it default to whatever it may be. Because otherwise the ego comes up and says, hey, my turn, I'm in. Tag, I'm in, let's go. I want to have this, I want to have this, I want this vacation, I want this new thing, I want this. And I'm not saying that having things is a bad thing. What I'm saying is when those, ba- when those things you buy, they have you. They control your mind. They control your heart. They control your actions. They are controlling you. Scriptures tell us, talks to us about you can serve two masters, but you got to choose one. God or money. God or mammon. you got to choose one. Which one is it? And the one whose thoughts you think about the most, that's the one you've chosen. I want you to think about that wherever you are. Be honest with yourself. Be honest with your thoughts. Be honest about if your ego's flared up in this area of I am what I have. I tell you, I've, I've been there. My hand is raised. If you're listening, my hand is raised. I've been there. You want this. You want that. You want this. You think that's going to be it. Okay, when I get this promotion, when I get this job, when I have this car, when I have these things, then I'm good. No. God is good. God is in you. You are good. You have everything you need. Connect to the Spirit. Play at a higher level. That's what I want to challenge you on today. I love leaving you with a challenge. Challenge you. Get in that space. Take the time and analyze meticulously what you are doing in your thoughts. Like I said, when you have that money and you're spending it every day in your mind, renovating it, what do you want to hang on your walls? What do you want to sit on? What do you want it to look like? It's up to you. I challenge you on that. Those of you that need help, you want your not help, you, you're, you want to take action. You want a spiritual accountability. You want it. You're interested. I'll tell you what, I, every single day I check in. I have an accountability group. It's on Telegram. You can join. For these, for these moments, it's free. That may change, but you can join us. You can go to anthonythompson.org and join. Every day we check in. What's accountability? We post a scripture. We post a devotional. We post what's going on. We post a prayer. We post a meditation that we're on. We're posting things. Why? To account to be accountable in our spiritual development. Why? Because that's the launching pad for all the other growth in our life. Play at a higher level. If you have questions, concerns, thoughts, you want to throw something my way, I'm on social media, uh, Instagram primarily, Anthony Thompson, Thompson with a zero at the end. And you can say something there. And lastly, I always like to add this in. Look, what you do, who you are is important and valuable. If, you, if this has helped you in any way, I ask you to give it a five-star rating. Why is that? Because when you give it a five-star rating, it throws it into this algorithm loop and you are actually helping somebody else find this podcast and their life is transformed. Not because of me, because of you. Because you just said, you know what? I'm vested in. I took action. And that happens. That's just a loop. If you want to share it to other people and you think that's cool, I love that too. All right, I want to help people. That's my assignment on earth is to help people like you get free in their purpose and their passion, right? And this is one of the ways to do it, to get rid of that ego, get in the spirit, get healthy in spirit, soul, mind, and body. I'll see you on the next one, part three on ego will be coming up. Can't wait to see you then. Have a beautiful day. Be blessed and God bless. I'm praying for you and I'm rooting for you. Can't wait to see you on the next one.